0: Well, good morning, church. It's my honored privilege and a joy to stand here at Florida Bible Church and to bring forth the word of God and to cast the vision of Kelly Community Bible Church once again before the eyes of each and every one of you all in the name of Jesus. Our pastor, Dr. Budram, at the end where he waves there, I just want to let you all know as I begin to share with you all this morning, come what may, That Florida Bible Church, when he finished his education at Florida Bible College, Florida Bible Church and a group of men had laid their hands on that fine young man and sent him back to Trinidad in 1973. And on on Saturday coming here, which will be the 8th of June, he will be celebrating 40 years in ministry and 40 years in marriage what a blessing Florida Bible Church has been an instrumental part in leading and guiding that young man today in that direction Florida Bible Church have supported the work in Trinidad ever since past present and in the future to come in the name of Jesus Christ God have used dr. Budram greatly when he went back in 73 church there was a community about 3,000 people, there plus, plus. And now the community have grown over 10,000 plus, and the perimeter even have enlarged. And as such, the church that we are presently in have maxed out. God have provided. God have provided the land already. And we are in the process of building a sanctuary that can house close to a thousand people in the name of Jesus. Amen. I bring the vision before you this morning in the name of Jesus. We want to use the downstairs as the auditorium and then we want to use the upstairs for dorms to house our men and women from the different islands that will come and study the word of God, teach them the truths, Teach them the values and the principles that are laid down in the word of God that they will go back to their country and impact their country for no other person than the king. His name is Jesus. Amen. We trust God that God will do greatly and tremendously. God have used Dr. Budram over these years. 40 solid years in ministry where churches have planted, men have gone out from the the church and he have also raised up Timothy if the Lord should take him home. One thing Florida Bible Church rests assured that they are capable men there to take the ministry by storm and continue the great work in the direction. He has already placed the baton in position so that the work will not come to an end if God should take it home. That's in the hands of the Lord as God have lead him. Florida Bible Church have engaged in teams coming to Trinidad and doing great work for that part of where we are. Uh, your uh, pastor, Pastor Pete Toker, Pastor Bob Brady, have been guest speakers in Trinidad on several times already. Groups have come down and indeed encouraged our people and put their hands and their hearts together in building God's kingdom as a family together. And we say thank you, Florida Bible Church. And then also we trust God as God did it in the past. We are in the present that God will do it in the future. Do you believe that this morning, church? God will in the name of Jesus Christ. We are thankful today and grateful, and I must say to this church, because churches today are losing this, that thank God that this church remains firm on mission, and mission-minded i sat outside here and watched the work that was done in haiti and other clips that i saw and i'm so thankful that you all are keeping that vision in the forefront of all the work in the name of jesus by helping the world come to know jesus christ as their personal savior thank you florida bible church for remaining mission and mission-minded in the name of jesus christ we have a saying goes, the methods will change, but the message remains the same. And as their dear brother said, I'm thankful in my first debut, my first entrance into the United States was on a mission conference here at Florida Bible Church. And from then to this date, it has always been On God's business and I'm thankful for that when I come to the United States. It was in 95 and I got a 15 minutes opportunity to declare the full counsel of Jesus Christ in that 15 minutes and I thank God today from then in 95 to now I get a whole service in the name of Jesus. God prepares his people. Amen. God prepares his people greatly and directly and also on a very personal note I want to personally thank this church. When I stepped all by faith, being a policeman in my country, left everything behind and I stepped all by faith, felt God's call in my life, church. Florida Bible Church decided to take me up as a missionary and supported me financially. I'm here to tell you, your labor of love, your giving and your prayers is not in vain to the glory of God. I personally want to thank each and every one of y'all that support my, me and my family in the work for Jesus Christ. God is doing a great work in Trinidad and throughout the islands as well too. I'll talk as I go along in the message this morning. But my heart is felt led to leave Lead you into to a message this morning and I pray that by God's grace and by God Almighty what God have laid upon my heart it will bless your hearts this morning amen I'm thankful for that and with that in mind I want to direct your attention to the Gospel of John John Gospel John chapter 6 in particular John chapter 6 in particular and I want to talk about the miracle of the feeding of the 5000 the miracle of the feeding of the 5000 is where I want to bring forth the word to your hearts this morning I'm going to drop the spotlights on some verse and some words from the verses not the entire words of all and trust God this morning that you all will receive abundance of blessing amen church I pray God that God will use it. John is a great writer. He wrote the gospel of John. Then, of course, he wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And he wrote the book of Revelation as well. What a blessing. What what a blessing. John, John used a statement in the gospel of John. But before that, Isaac asked the question to his father. He said, Abraham... And he talked to his father, and I narrate in here for you all. He said, Dad, I see the wood, I see the fire, I see everything. But where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? Then John, in the gospel of John, John comes and he sees Jesus coming now in the fullness of his age for public ministry. And he says, behold, the lamb of God that take it away the sins of the world. Are you glad that Jesus Christ is the Lamb that take away the sins of the world? Amen. And then John wrote in the book of Revelation as well. So as well, too, he said, all creation now says, "Worthy, worthy is the Lamb to be praised. His name is Jesus." Let me present a message to you this morning, church. And I trust God within these couple of minutes that it will bless your heart greatly and tremendously. Based upon the feeding of the, five, uh, the feeding of the 5,000 loaves and the fishes, let me present a message to you this morning. Little is much when God is in it. Are you there with me this morning, church? Little is much when God is in it. And I'm here to tell you and submit to you this morning, Jesus in Galilee. And under that, I will try to bring forth the miracle, the mission, the mountain, sorry, and the memorial. Then we we'll talk about Jesus, the guide. I'll talk about compassion with Jesus. And I'll talk about a critical point where calculating without Jesus... And then I'll talk about Jesus, the giver, the order, the offering, and the overflow. Trust God this morning that that's what the Lord have laid upon my heart to bless your heart this morning with. Amen. Are you ready then, church? As I tell you folks last night, I said, listen, back home, I, I, I want to interact with you all. I want to communicate with you all. And I will say to them, are you there with me, church? And you've got to say, Amen you got to give me a good amen. Amen. you got to give me a good Caribbean, Southside Florida. Amen. Because this is the place where we shout for our Lord. Amen to the glory of God. Amen. amen. Amen, church. I tell you, this is the time now that we put aside everything, as the pastor said. All distractions and watch the king take control of our lives. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. You see, God is able to do abundantly and beyond we can ever imagine. Look at Jesus in Galilee. Look at the miracle. I'll just go quickly down into some things here. The Bible tells us in chapter 6 and verse 1, after these things, what was after these things that Jesus is talking about? And the word of God is saying to us, in chapter 5, he dealt with the man, the impotent man, the miracle of Jesus Christ. He healed the impotent man, the Jews, Find out that it was Jesus, and they began to put pressure upon Jesus. Of course, they know they wanted to kill Jesus ever since. But God knows that they ain't going to kill him. He's going to go willfully to the cross. Amen? The miracle there, he did that. And so the scripture tells us in verse 1 of chapter 6, after these things, the miracle by Jesus Christ. But I'm here to tell you this morning, church, the greatest miracle, Miracle there is today. By the way, do you believe in miracles? Yes. The greatest miracle available today in the lives of people today is the miracle of the new birth that is found in Jesus Christ. I was a sinner, I needed a savior. And I trust Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. The miracle of the new birth. To know that now that I'm not going to split hell wide open. But I'm going to that place called heaven. Not for what I have done. But what he had done. What is the lamb? His name is Jesus. Are you there this morning church? That's the great miracle. Let your eyes fall in verse 3. And Jesus went into the mountains. I'm here to tell you, mountaintops experience is an experience you get in a wow moments. It takes your breath away. I've been in St. Lucia, and I was sharing with a couple of them. This year make me 10 consecutive years going to St. Lucia once for one week every month for, all, for 10 years, now for nine months per year and teaching men and women, boys and girls, the word of God. You know, church, what's happening? These people and them now are multiplying the process. They are seeing their families come to know the Lord. The pastors are doing greater in preaching, and many more people are impacting the kingdom for God. When you go to St. Lucia, it's all hilly. And you go up on those mountains and you get that view, it's a miraculous view. Some of you all who have been to Trinidad, we take you to across to Maracas Beach, and there's a wonderful sight there, and you view it, it's a wow moment. But I think about the great one of the greatest times of a mountain view experience is the man Moses in scripture. But this this, this visit was different. This visit, as, as he approach, God says, Moses, take off the shoes, for the place that thou standest is holy grounds. Well, that's an experience to experience, amen? What a blessing. Mountaintop experience. You know, you feel the very presence of God more than everything else. But I'm here to tell you something, church. He's not only the God of the mountains, he's the God of the valley as well, too. His name is Jesus. Amen? When you feel you're done, when you feel you're out, when you feel that there's nothing coming, remember, little is much when God is in it. When you feel that life is crumbling, when you feel that you cannot go any further, when you feel that God is, like, Lord, why me, Lord? Like Job. Job had no clue as to what was taking place in the heavenlies. And there is God and Satan having a conversation over, God, over God's servant Job. And God is saying to Job, Have you considered my servant Job? One that is upright, that feared God? And then all of the things that happened to Job. And Job said, Naked I come and naked I go. The Lord give it and the Lord take it away. And Job fell to the ground. And you know what Job did, church? Job worshiped God. I'm here to tell you, when you're down in the valley, remember he's the God of the valleys too. Amen, church? Keep that in mind. Trust the Lord that God will take you out of your valleys as well too. Hard times is coming, not only in the U.S., all over the world. Amen? But my God will supply all of our needs. Do you believe that? Believe that like how you believe you're going to heaven to the glory of God. Believe that God will supply church. It's recorded in the word of God. Live it, believe it. I was saying back home when I tell the folks on them, I said sometimes when things are so rough and tough and hard and it's like though you go to buy a refrigerator at one of those favorite stores here and as you open a refrigerator, when you go to buy it at the store, you're checking out the different shelves but all inside of there is the manual, correct? And then sometimes back home and you open your fridge, all inside of there is a bottle of cold water. Thank you, Jesus. I have cold water to drink in a hot day. Amen? God provided. Trust the Lord that God will provide. I tell you folks, in the year 2000, when I felt God call in my life, I stepped out by faith. I don't know. I said, Lord, I do not know the journey. I don't know where you're going to take me. I don't know how it's going to happen, Lord. But here am I, Lord. Take me, Lord. From then 2000 to now, folks, you have never seen your seed go begging bread. I believe that, I trust in God, I know he's providing, I know he's making a way, and I one day, I will see the blessed king, his name is Jesus. You looking forward for that day, as the pastor said this morning? I don't know how it will be, I could only do as the song says, I could only imagine. I could only imagine, church, how it will be. I I tell you folks back home, I said, I don't know if I will jump on Jesus. I don't know if I will play. I don't know if I'll push aside others and try to get there before he puts the crown. But thank God I will see my blessed Savior. There will be no more sickness, no more pain, no more suffering at that time again. Amen? The mountaintop experience. Hold on. Then you go to the memorial. Look at verse 4. Very interesting was there. And the Passover of the feast of the Jews was near. The Passover is an important thing. It's a memorial. It's a historical time in Israel's history. It's the time when that nation, Israel, have grown to a great nation. God did tell them go down in Egypt. God did tell them go and settle in the land of Goshen. God made them a great nation. God Joseph gone, those pharaohs gone, and persecution began, and nine plagues unto Pharaoh, and Pharaoh will not let his people go until the death, until the tenth, sorry, of the death of the firstborn. And then he God told Moses what to do. He said, When I see the blood, I will pass over. Old Testament church is important to understand. You see, too many times people get loved on the New Testament. Praise God. I I give God glory and praise. It doesn't matter which part of the Bible you love. Praise God for it. Amen? Do you have a favorite book? Praise God. But my favorite in the Bible is the whole Bible. Amen? I love the Old Testament. I tell folks back home, this is how the Bible is in understanding it. The Old Testament is like a machete. We call it back home a cutlass. Right, You all call it a machete here. So you have the handle, and you have the blade. And in order to make a good chop of what you're going to do, you've got to get a good grip of the handle. Correct, people? And so I told them the Old Testament is likened to the handle, and the New Testament is likened onto the blade. In order to rightly divide the New Testament, you've got to get a good grip of the Old Testament. And when you get a good grip of the Old Testament, mind, mind blessing people, you're dissecting the word as it ought to be, amen? That's what we're teaching folks, people. We're teaching them the word of God. I tell the people, I tell your people last night, I love to hear when people are reading great books by writers who have lived the faith and go on. I myself are and will and is reading books. But if you're telling me about the books and not about the Bible, I have a problem there. You're there with me tonight, this morning, church? It is important that you tell me this morning when you spend your time in the word of God, what did the Lord minister to you from the word of God? And then after, you go to whatever books that God blesses your heart with to the glory of God. Read the greatest seller book today still the Bible. Amen, church? People do not like to hold up their Bible and talk about the Bible. But you stand firm and talk about the inerrant word of God. The word that changes lives. The word that is impacting life today. And stand firm in the name of Jesus. As we press on. Little is much when God is in it to talk about the miracle... A little bit about the mountaintop experience, and I talk about the memorial. Then I come, and, come in secondly to you, Jesus, the guide, compassion with Jesus. When you look at the other other writers, they talk about and Jesus moved with compassion. Are you glad that Jesus moved with compassion? Are you glad that Jesus has compassion upon us and his love never fails people? No matter how bad we messed up in life as we walk this walk for Jesus Christ, our compassionate God brings us back to the fold. Amen? But of course, he has his chastisement. But what I really want to get there into you and to show you, folks, that in the compassion, Israel, that nation, that nation did so much. That's God... God was coming through that nation, through the Levites to come and and to die for the sins of the world. And that nation, from beginning, started to rebel. They they, they believed they couldn't conquer Unbelief. Then they went down. God sent them down through the wilderness. That whole generation died. They gone down into captivity. God bring them out of captivity. Yet Israel will not learn. But God is compassionate to them. Don't give up on people, folks. That's the point I want to tell you this morning. Sometimes you may see them as bad as they is and as rough as they are. Don't give up on people. Pray for them. Amen, church? Amen. Love them. Give them a little tap on the back. Tell them it's good to see you, good to talk to you. Don't tell them, look, as I tell you folks back home, sometimes you don't see somebody for a little while in church and they finally come to church and they say, Hey, Satan come to church this morning? You're discouraging them. You don't, they, you don't know what they're going through and they finally come here now and you rest that on them. My goodness, out of all the place now where I could get some comfort, look what's happening here. Love them, care for them. Is that not what God did for us? Calculating without Jesus. There were two of the disciples, Philip and Andrew. One of them told Jesus, calculating without Jesus, sorry. One of them told Jesus, he says this, we don't have enough to buy so that to feed this great multitude. They are calculating without Jesus. The other said that there is one just with some loaves and fishes here, a little lad. I'll mention more about a little lad just now. That is impossible. Now watch this. Previously already, they don't begin to see that Jesus Christ did miracles before their eyes. They don't see Jesus Christ is doing great things and happening. And now Jesus Christ put them to the test. What should mean the word of God. This is what I want to show you this morning. Verse 6 of chapter 6. The Bible tells us, and this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. God don't know what he was going to do, but the disciples were not ready yet to take on the full responsibility, so he had to teach them some more. And they were calculating without Jesus. Church, 40 years Kelly Company Bible Church. 40 years Flora Bible Church have partnership together. We were not calculating without Jesus. We were calculating with Jesus. Do you get it this morning, folks? We commune with God. We talk to God. We knit together. We find out the cause. We work together. We partnership together. We hand in hand together because we know it's not about us. It's about the king. His name is Jesus your partnership in in that area have grown greatly and tremendously let's connect together let's calculate with jesus let's watch God's hands move greatly let's trust god that the vision that he has is just but for our time and it will come to pass in the name of jesus amen well we may reach a sanctuary of a thousand people plus next 10 years we might come back again at florida bible church we need extension let me say this, and a brother tell me that. Tell me this, that's a good problem. That's a good problem. Amen? That's a good problem. Because once you see the multiplication process starts to go on, folks, lives are packing in that place called heaven to the glory of God. And you know the time is getting shorter and shorter. He may come anytime. time. He may come any time. professor told me this. We popped the question and asked him. He said, we asked him. When will the Lord come? The scripture tells us no one knows. He may come as a thief in the night. No one knows. But he said a good answer to say is this. He's one day closer than yesterday. (laughs) One day closer than yesterday. Do you believe that the Lord will come, folks? We live for the rapture of the church. Amen? (laughs) Uh, I and Savi, we we, we sometimes spend some time together in this conversation. I said, Savi, she said, Sam, I don't want you to go before me. I said, well, let me live to the rapture. So, when the when rapture takes place, not only I and you, our children, and all of us gone, nobody had to worry about anything else. Amen? It's good to put your mind to work in these things, how it will be. And you will be blessed greatly. Hear this The birds with our barn or storehouse are fed. From them, let us learn to trust for our bread. His saints, what is fitting shall never be denied so long as it is written, the Lord will provide. Do you believe that this morning, church? The Lord will provide. I want to tell you, folks, I'm not telling you something that I don't know, you know. I'm telling you something that I'm a living testimony that the Lord is providing. Amen? The Lord is providing. Little is much when God is in it. In a little quick illustration, a little girl, she went to her her mommy and daddy and she said, Listen, I want peanut butter to eat this evening. And the daddy looked at the watch and he said, Daughter, it's too late. If we should journey to the, they live in a countryside, to the store because they did not have peanut butter. And, and, and the, the child was persistent. And she, daddy said, if we go, the store will be closed. It will be impossible to get it. Just to avoid anything, the father told the child, look, go to your room. She stays in the attic. She, she sleeps there and pray. The house is around a corner. And so she's praying there, praying there, Lord Send me peanut butter this day, Lord. Send me peanut butter tonight, Lord. Send me peanut butter. Only to realize a container of peanut butter is going to its place, and it takes a bad turn, and it collapsed right in front of the house, and right the peanut butter burst open the container and went straight to the door of the child's house. She opened the door and said, Mommy, Mommy, we have peanut butter. And when they opened the door, peanut butter gushed inside of the house. The Lord will provide, folks. The Lord will provide. Hear hear the blessings of what the Lord provides. eh? In every state, David, we must learn to be content. And once we are content, what the Lord has provided, the song says, we count our blessings. Name them one by one. Count our many blessings. See what God has done. A couple from this church is going to take me out for lunch after when he popped the question to me, asks asked me where I want to go. Thank you, Jesus. I count my blessings. Y'all there? I'm going to look through what we don't have in Trinidad, and that's where I want to go. I don't want no curry. I don't want no curry. I don't want that. I want American food. Olive gardens or red lobster. The case. my. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just counting my blessings. Amen. So don't ask Sam where you want to go for lunch. That's a serious question. This is the joy of the Christian walk. Amen? Church, let me tell you something. Lift your head up high in the midst of your storms. And know that he is the anchor that holds it good. And Jesus Christ will carry us through. One day, there will be no more partying anymore again, you know. Look, finally this morning, folks, let me just wrap up this message quickly. Jesus, the giver, the order. The the Bible tells us in Mark Gospel, Chapter 6, he had them to be seated. Do you believe that God's house is a house of order? Amen. God's house is a God house of order. Look at how the structure is done. Everything that is doing and done here is done in order, in decency and in order so that man is not praised, but God is praised. Amen. He's a house of order. And then when God takes the, the loaves and the fishes from the lad, interesting, interesting, here is this lad that is following Jesus. You know, there are much more adults here today, this morning. But Isaac, Isaac asked the question, where is the lamb? Isaac could not ask that question, church, if he was not watching his father perform sacrifice. He could not ask the father that question if he was not involved with his father in the sacrifice. Because he said, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? The Lord knew about the sacrifice. Church, I'm thankful to see what I saw last night that you are sending, and I'm seeing some young people as well too, that they are following us as we lead them into all spiritual truths. Adults, We play a great part in God's kingdom. Our young people is watching us. And let us stand circumspectly according to the word of God. And live this life that God honoring, God fearing. That our generation to come and to come after. Will know that there is a God that needs to be feared. His name is Jesus. Are you there with me people? It is important. The Lord The Lord was trained well because when the disciples asked, he gave everything to Jesus. Everything to Jesus. How much do you give to Jesus, folks? The songwriter says it nice. All to Jesus I give. Missions, are we going to Haiti? Yes, sign me up. Are we going to Trinidad? Yes, sign me up. Ecuador, are we going there? Yes, sign me up. I'm willing to leave my comfort zone. Shake up the grounds, Lord. I'm not comfortable here. I want to see more of you, Jesus. Send me here, my Lord. Send me. Are you ready, church? Come out from your comfort zone and you'll be blessed to see what God will do. Come to Trinidad and eat roti. You'll be amazed to know what's going on with Trinidad and roti. Give some doubles and some pepper sauce. You don't have to sweat like sweat sweating. As you eat the pepper sauce, you're done sweating already. Amen? Go out. Folks, I come out of my comfort zone, and every day I live by faith in Jesus Christ. He gave the offering. Giving thanks teaches us to acknowledge God as the giver of every good gift. God has provided for us. The greatest gift He has provided to the, for us today is the gift of salvation. And then the overflow, when you read along, along, folks, it tells us that they all were fed and they pick up baskets afterwards. I close with this little illustration to demonstrate faith in a mighty and a powerful way that will help us to understand that our God will provide. Had a wise man, a wise man, a young boy. And the young boy will go to the wise man always and ask the wise man question. And every time the young boy goes to the wise man and asks him questions, hear what? The wise man answered the boy. The boy become, he said, something i must able to ask that wise man that he may able to tell, that he may not be able to give me any answer. So on his way back home one day, a bird fell from its nest to the ground. And to his thought, this is what comes to his mind. I'll take this bird in my hand, I'll go to the wise man, and I will say, wise man, wise man, is this bird in my hand dead, or is this bird alive? And if he says the bird is dead, I will open my hand, let the bird fly away. If he says the bird is alive, I will squeeze it, and I will throw it to the ground, and I'll show to him that the bird is dead. So, to his knowledge, he had it all nailed down to the core. He believed more than ever, this is the answer for this wise man. So he gone on and he said, Wise man, wise man, tell me, is this bird dead or is this bird alive? The wise man looked at him and said, Son, of all the questions you've been asking all the time, this is the wisest question you ever asked. He said, The young boy said, Listen, don't tell me all about history and everything. Tell me, is this bird dead? Oh, is this bird alive? And the wise man looked the boy in his eyes, and he said, Son, the future of that bird lies in your hands. <laughs> the future of what God will do with us, folks, lies in us. Are we ready to go forth in the name of Jesus? Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Little is much when you, Jesus, is in it you have done your miracles and we have seen it through your word father you are doing your miracles in many different ways father and we are thankful lord i thankful for this opportunity here father i pray if there's one who don't know christ as a savior this morning that salvation may come to their heart and i pray for your people here in whatever need be father that you will meet it according to your will father bless them all god father bless florida bible church Bless this group of people, Father. Bless the members, the pastors, and everyone, Father, as they continue to keep evangelism as the and burner and flying the flag high for you, Lord. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And the best I know how, Jesus, that I will decrease, Lord, and you will increase. And the glory and the praise and the honor belongs to you in Christ's name. Amen. Were you blessed this morning? Amen. For I was blessed to be with you all. God bless you all. Do you appreciate Pastor Sam?